Hey, I'm Matt Hutchins and he's Dave Mulvaney and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing good considering what's going on outside. I'm doing real good. How about you? Going on in the world. We're hanging in there. We're hanging in there. Life is going to be good. We're all going to make it through it. It's not if, it's when. That's right. Well, it's, it's only a matter of time and we'll be back making money again. It's good stuff. All right, so we were going to call this, let's say, episode 66, Thrive in Uncertain Times. Thrive in Uncertain Times. So we're both having these conversations with our business owner clients and with our business owner friends um, about what to do during these uncertain times. And so these are some themes that you and I were talking about offline about, about how to thrive during these uncertain times. So I was going to start it off. And so this is always a good exercise to do, which is recall a time in the past when you overcame some, some big obstacles. So uh, for me and most of us, we were around in 08 and 09 and 010, the last big recession. And I was sharing this with you offline that, that my business, uh, the investment side went down uh, probably 25% from the markets. Markets were down 50%. I didn't go down as much, but I lost two big clients during that time. So my revenue went down 50%. And so that's my tragedy of the last recession. What I realized was I had gotten lazy, right? I was, oh, wow, up here, I don't have to do anything. It's all, you know, self-maintaining. That realization was, hey, this is the time. Oh, by the way, and I was dependent on two large clients, which left me, right? So I had a concentration of clients. I had external events, the market's going down. But what I realized, what I could control was I had given up. Uh, I was lazy. I wasn't marketing I wasn't doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, our, our five profit activator stuff, right? Yeah. I was not doing that stuff. So that got a fire under me to get going and get in, and figure this stuff out. So I took that tragedy of concentration and market events. And then I said, well, you better get your rear end gear to get, to get going. And that got me to figure this stuff out and talk about our, you know, the five profit formula and that type of stuff. So that was my, so look back and what that does is gives me confidence now. This is not like 2008. We've talked about this in the past. This is not a structural issue. I'm not worried about Bank of America going out of business. This is a temporary shutdown of the economy. Absolutely. But the word is temporary. And so if I made it through the hundred year flood, I can make it through this with my eyes closed. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a really important point is that, all right, in 2008, no one, the word temporary never came up. It was, we don't know. Nobody don't know. knew. Now, of course, we don't know how long we may be, you know, in our houses or whatever. But what we do know is when, you know, when they say, okay, you can go back out. Um, most people are going to run out the doors. And the first thing they're going to do is want to go to work. Right. And so, you know, one of the ways that I think you want to go through this is, well, don't wait create some really good relationships instead of being the doom and gloomer all over the internet right be the one be the person make more connections on linkedin and twitter and, and and start building your network and build relationships with people through social media why because you got some extra time on your hand and those relationships are going to allow you to you know if you can provide value to someone else um, that can help them, then they're going to naturally, um, they, they're going to want your product or service naturally. Oh, exactly. The, the reciprocity. So what I'm calling that double down on, uh, double down on connecting, 
double down on connecting. And that is on the personal front. So I heard this from one of my other buddies. Uh, he's calling one friend a day. You know, the personal side, calling out to a college buddy, a uh, high school buddy, just one call a day where he's calling somebody he hadn't chatted with. So he's doubling down on connecting. You and I were just talking about it offline where let's double down and connect with our, with our businesses, right? Our, our, our suppliers, our customers. But we're not trying to sell anything right now because nobody, we know nobody's buying right now. But the trick to that would be, let's have a conversation with those people. Hey, we all know this is temporary. What are you gonna be working on when this is over, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to sell you on your future. When we get out of this, what are the two or three things you're working on? And you right. know, I think one thing that United States companies, and I'm guilty, um, you know, I'm an LED lighting company and I buy, we, all of our LEDs come from China. Um, I'm really kind of rethinking that whole relationship is, is, you know, and I'm saying this and any of my Chinese vendors could watch this. Um, I think more and more U.S. companies need to look at and say, yeah, it's going to cost me to make it in America, but I want to put that flag on my products because I want to, we need to be Americans again. That's a great, that, that's a, that, there's an opportunity. We talked about last time, you know, opportunity during times of crisis. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can look at it one, I mean, we realize we have a tremendous dependence on another country right now. Um, and it's probably not the best dependence, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you, you, you'll learn more when, when like something goes wrong and we're learning right now that, if our oil industry needs protection, uh, you know, we're here, we are oil independent and we're getting messed with. So things need to be done. If things are good, you never know anything has to be done. That's right. That's when, right. Uh, it's usually during the divorce. They say when you really learn uh, who your partner really was. <laughs> That's interesting. I've thought about that. Yeah. So I, I prefer not to uh, ever experience that, but um but it's still kind of the same thing. When you, when you start having supplier issues, it really kind of exposes this. This, this, is, no, this is no totally unrelated, but it came, I was talking to one of my uh, business owner clients yesterday, right? So my business owners, I've been encouraging them to know your numbers. You know, what do your numbers look like? What's your overhead look like? Because we're not having, what does it look like? And we're talking about the bailouts and that type stuff. But let's put a plan together, kind of our, you know, need to cut, you know, who's your go go in the second, go in the third. Okay. I'm getting busted again. Yeah. You might have to say that again because I, I caught you, but then you broke up a little there bit. All right. So talking about my clients, you need to know your numbers, what's your overhead number on a monthly basis. So let's at least get prepared to be, if we had to make some cuts, you know, who would our first people to go? We make cuts, second people, third leg down. Right. And so in that we're talking about the first leg of cuts could be an opportunity to upgrade right? If there are three or four people I want to get rid of because they're not performing, this is an opportunity to get rid of those people and find three other people that would be, could be performing, right? But my point being, he was talking about this and, 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 and I'm not going to mention any names, but he gave like the doom and gloom talk, you know, hey, no revenue coming in. We're going to have to make some tough choices. I've been trying to stay, you know, I've been up for the last three nights in a row trying to figure this stuff out. So there's going to be some tough choices to make. And he said, you can tell the true colors. He has people walking into his office saying, hey, if you need somebody to take a salary cut, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll sacrifice. I want, you know, he did cut some salaries, 
for some of his higher end people. You know, a lot of the executives at these bigger companies are cutting. And the, and the, the guy gave the team player answer. Hey, I get it. I understand. I'm happy to take the cut. I'm just happy I have a job. Right? And he's like, those are the people I want on my team. Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to pause with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's not name the bank, but we were talking about some people who had to take cuts in the banking industry uh, in the in the last downturn. You would talk about things go positive. And, and so sometimes, like, they'll give you stock. This might be a chance for you to be an owner in, in the company that you work for because maybe the owner, hey, you know, I'm willing to take a cut. And the owner might come up and say, well, that's a person I want, yeah. but here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you X shares for everybody takes a cut. And, and then all of a sudden, five years later, all of a sudden you got you, your, your retirement is completely different because now the company's booming and, and you're, that's a great point. And, and I'm not going to mention names because this happened to many fortune 500 companies, some of which I know personally, and that's what it was. They told their senior executives, Hey, we're cutting your cash compensation in half and we'll give you the other half in stock, which again, back at that time, we didn't even know if those guys were going out of business. Right. But when it turns out here we are 10 years later, those guys have a giant retirement plan now because they were forced. Again, that wasn't a benefit. They were terrified for, to them at the time. It was like worthless, but it turned out to be great. You're, you're exactly right. You could have somebody says, Hey, I'll volunteer to take a cut. Do you think you can give me a little bit of equity? So when, and if we recover, I get a little bonus on the backside, right? Yeah. So it could be some opportunities and we know that fortune 500 companies do that. We could talk about some small business guys could do that. You know, and if you are going to thrive in, in an uncertain time, you have to start looking for opportunity. And so um, when, they, when they teach you, um, what is it called? Uh, not, uh, not aggressive driving, but like defensive driving. Okay. They, they have these race car tracks where you drive a car and you got to put it into a spin and they'll put a cone there and it's like a person and um, what inevitably happens multiple times is you hit the cone. And then the instructor says, you know, you, and it keeps happening. And finally the instructor says, well, stop looking at the cone. Because <laughs> you, you're going to hit what you focus on. Oh, that's pretty good. So it's the same thing here. If you focus on the crap instead of the opportunity, you're going to end up hitting the cone. Oh, that's fantastic. So a different client I was talking to and he wants to, he's been through this before. He wants to grab market share during this time. And I was like, let's talk about that because again, people aren't buying right now. So how do you grab market share? It goes back to you talk about earlier. We're talking about double down and you're connecting. He's like, I want all my sales guys reaching out to their people. Right. And we came up with like, I can't remember if we talked about online or here, which was, what are you guys going to be working on when we're through this? Right? So he's got his sales guys talking to their clients saying, Hey, what are the projects that are going to be your priorities when we come out of this two months, three months, four, whatever the time period is. Right. And even if we can't help them just by helping them focused on the future, instead of like you just said, don't focus on the cone right now, focus on what it looks like when we're out of this yeah. one month, two months, three months from now, and just by doing that, you're building goodwill. He says, I know I'm not going to sell anything. And I was like, well, if you have those conversations, you know, again, do client surveys. We talked about this yesterday with one of my clients. I said, how about some client surveys during this downtime? I always like to say, what's working? You know, what do we do well for you? Warm and fuzzy. 
what could we improve? How could we improve our business? And now you're, you're using this town time to do surveys to try to improve your business. And then you write back and say, hey, thanks for all those who responded. Because of that, we're improving our processes to, so we provide better service to you, right? So that would be a way to use this time to bond with them. Yeah, you're asking for their advice, as well as, hey, I took your advice and I made some changes. We're gonna be better when we come out of here. Thanks for your help. You know, one thing that business owners should be doing, not just now, is when they come out of this is you need to be in a mastermind. You need to be in a group with other entrepreneurs who are going someplace because there's nothing like a mastermind when you're trying to figure out a challenge. Because in, in business, I don't care. Look, it doesn't matter what, what happens in the economy. There's always challenges that you've never faced before. Like right. we've never faced this before. And, and so, um, I'd rather face a challenge like this with nine other men and where you, where men you trust, where you, where you can trust in the uh, security, I guess you'd say, where like nobody's going to give your secrets away right. and you got no competitors in the room. You're all you're, and your goal with each one of you is to help you grow your businesses. That's what a, a true mastermind is. And I'd rather have the help of nine other men where I could have, you got a sounding board, you got that. Than, than to try to go through this alone. Um, That's and, a great point. Absolutely. You know, because, I mean, you and I talk all the time, but we're going to add eight people to this group. Uh, not this group, not our podcast, but uh, we're going to add eight people um, over the next 30 days. So if you are watching this and you want to know how to thrive, I mean, Matt and I are going to be taking applications for our mastermind. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a true mastermind. It's not going to be Matt and Dave leading a group. It's going to be uh, 10 guys in a group and we're going to, we're going to literally work through, um, obstacles, vision, all of that, um, to grow your business over the next, uh, over the next 10 years, five years, whatever you're trying to do with your business. Absolutely. Cause we've all been through this before. We've all had different experiences and that's where you can learn from each other and from other industries and from other people that have been through it. Right. And you get to bounce ideas off of it. Right. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I, so. you know, I'm uh, self-employed since 1992 and I, you've been self-employed since, uh, let's see. Well, I've had this business for 13 years. So, but then you were doing stuff on the side. I've been doing stuff on the side since the nineties, right? You've been, so you've been 25 years on the side. You, there's a lot of experience when you bring entrepreneurs like, like us into a room, there's so much experience and so much you're like, um, you know, that somebody's learned from in the past. And that's what, when you put people together and, and they're like, oh, hey, because, it, you know, we're entrepreneurs. I'll say something to you and, and you bring up something. And you're like, oh, well, that's like this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I get a breakthrough. Yeah, it feeds off it. That's a great point. That's a really good point. That's, that's hilarious. That's, we got our mastermind group we're starting. So anybody, come on, send your stuff in. We'll, we're doing some interviews. Hey, all right. So here's another thing we're talking about doing. I've been talking to my clients about what are those five projects that you've been putting off? What are the five things you've been thinking about doing? And they can be personal or business-wise, right? So go back to that other client I was talking about doing client surveys. We were also talking about doing some processes. There's some lag in his sales process, right? So how could we improve the sale process during the downtime? I got another guy who's doing, let's call it client research, where I'm researching what the potential uh, future clients could be, right? So uh, we got personal, you want to lose weight, you want to exercise. Uh, we're actually, I'm going back to my 75 hard where I'm doing in the morning and at night 
really as a stress reliever, truthfully, <laughs> but, but to go, go exercise in the morning and at night, right? So you can, so pick four or five, I say five, that's just a good number that says, you know, three personal, I mean, three business and two personal that can be used this time. We're going to have a lot of downtime. And instead of twiddling our thumbs, let's start checking off some boxes on some projects that we just never had the time to do it. Finally work on your business instead of in your business, right? And, and I would, this is a good time to, to build your relationship with your vendors because you're going to, you, you might need their help because if you, you're on a, your accounts receivable is 250,000 right now, but yet you owe your vendors a hundred thousand. You want to be, you want to work with your accounts receivable, your customers, but you also want to work with your vendors because, you know, we're going to have to come through together. Um, and because instead of everybody just saying, hey, screw you and everybody in it for themselves, that's not what we're about as human beings. As entrepreneurs, you know it takes, um, it takes others to have some success. It doesn't take a village. I don't believe that. But, um, <laughs> but it does take others, and, and some of those are going to be your vendors. So now would, would not be a bad time out of some of those people that you're reaching out to through social media and other things, reach out to the president of the companies. And just say, hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate a relationship. We're going to get through this together. Say something positive. Stay in contact with them because that's important too. That's same conversations with them, right? Hey, when when you know, so your supplier and your customers. Hey, when you come out of this, what are we? What are the two or three things you're focused on, right? So you can have that same conversation with your suppliers, with your customers, with your vendors, all that in the sense of, hey, we're all in the same boat. You know, let's let's share some ideas, or and at least let's look past it. You were talking about that earlier, and, and we mentioned this, I think, I don't know, the last podcast, or maybe it was you and I offline. Be the bearer of the good news. There's plenty of stuff that my clients are reading that's negative. Plenty of stuff, right? Um, so be the bearer of the good news. Hey, I read this about the treatment. Hey, I read this about wh whatever. You can be the bearer of the good news. Just, just take that role on, and that can be the way that you double down in your connections. You're going to connect and offer to help. You're going to connect. That's a good one. Connect and offer to help somebody. Hey, is there anything I can do for you? you know, whether it be personal or, or business wise, you're going to offer to help be the supplier of the good news. You're going to ask them for their opinion to help you with your business. You're going to uh, survey them. You're going to ask them to focus. Hey, what are you going to focus on two or three, you know, uh, the two or three projects when we get out of here, right? All that leads to let's stop sitting around here watching the news and all the negative stuff and start focusing on what it looks like when we get out of here. Well, right. And you might, if you're dependent on the type of company you're in, this might be a time to start thinking about your competitor who you might want to acquire as well. Because you might have a competitor that might be in their 60s or their 70s. And you've got to, you know, you were just about to retool a new production line and you're going to do this and this so you can put on a new product. I don't know your business, but, but you've been kind of, you've got this competitor across town who's 70 years old and maybe they don't want to rebuild it again. Maybe and maybe it's time that they'll transition out and maybe you can work out a deal where you can buy that company um, for the, maybe what the assets cost. You, you just don't know. Um, and so that's a great that, opportunity to look at. It might be another way where you start thinking about expansion and say, Hey, I think it might be a time for an acquisition. A lot of acquisitions are going to happen over the next, um, you know, over the coming months because of that very thing. There's a lot of people out there who, who actually are looking at this going, this is an opportunity to acquire other companies. And it's funny you say that because we were talking about um, some other, 
this actually stresses the importance of, uh, of, of having a plan in place for exit planning, having a plan in place for not, you know, for not pandemics, but, you know, troubling times, right? That, that this is the importance of having a plan in place. Maybe we'll get more people that'll say, gosh, I need a contingency plan. Gosh, I need a better way of doing business. So if there are disruptions, I can pivot faster, right? So this almost, this event has stressed the importance of planning. Everybody puts off planning. I'm busy. I'm working. Uh, I think this is going to bring a focus on the importance of planning in advance, whether it be exiting your business you were talking about, whether it be planning for working remotely, whether it be planning for growth, whether it be planning for pivoting, right? That, that we got to, you know, the time of just wandering with your head in the sand is kind of over. You can't just be doing what you're doing and doing what you're doing. You got to have some plans in this business, any business. In, in, in Prosperous in 60, in, in my online course, um, there's an entire module that's, that's given to finance. Okay. How to, how to, how to use your business to build wealth. And you know, the process is basically uh, isolate cash, eliminate bad debt, bad debt being debt that, that costs you money, doesn't bring in money. If you if you got a machine that makes you $125,000 a month and you make a $20,000 payment on that machine, that's good debt. Okay. But that being said, you can eliminate all bad debt. Um, once you eliminate all bad debt, then you want to build these large cash reserves. And I say up to six months, you should have six months in reserve. And then you continue to build a reserve account, but then you start acquiring cash flowing assets like your competitors right. um, in times like this. But it's those six months. I can't tell you, imagine how many entrepreneurs, if they're sitting on six months cash right now, where they can cover all their overhead. You think they have any stress right now? Right. I guarantee you some of them flew to the Caribbean. <laughs> or some of them are planning their, 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 what are they going to do when they get out of here? Yeah. Right. Two or three projects. All right. This has been a pretty good discussion. We had uh, thrive in uncertain times, right? And we talked about some good projects you can do. Here's something to do with your time, right? Well, when was the last crisis and how, how you made it through and how you overcome it? Give yourself confidence by going through that story for yourself. Heck, you can tell your employees how we made it before. We talked about, Picking projects, what are five projects that, you, that you've never had time to work on and now's the time. They could be revising your sales process. They could be doing research on clients and they could be personal stuff, getting in shape, eating better, yada, yada, yada. We talked about doubling down on your connections, whether it be on the personal side. I've started making phone calls to old college buddies and stuff like that, one a day. Doubling down on your connections, talking about your vendors, your suppliers, your clients and customers. What kind of conversations? Anything, be the bearer of good news, be the bearer of, hey, what are the two or three projects you're going to work on when we're done? Um, be in the survey, hey, we're looking to improve during this downtime. What do we do well? What could we do better? Right? Yeah. You can reach back out with them and say, oh, we took your advice and we made some changes to better service you going forward. So there's a lot of things that we can be doing. You said looking for acquisitions. You could be considering acquisitions when we come Get out of here. Get the mastermind. Let's not forget that. And then the last and least would be, how about a mastermind group? You know, Dave and I are going to start a mastermind group where we're sitting here going to get a group of 10 uh, business owners together who can go forward together and take advantage to thrive during these uncertain times, to turn crisis into opportunity and, and start planning for the future. That's our, that's, that's what we're trying to do. So 
If you want to do our mastermind, how are we going to get in touch with us? Well, the easiest way uh, to get in touch with uh, us would be um, through social media. Um, connect with Matt and I through LinkedIn. I'm David Mulvaney on LinkedIn, and uh, Matt is uh, uh, Matthew Hutchins on LinkedIn. That's a great way. Uh, you can connect with us through our, at profitabilitymd.com. We got to contact us on there. Um, you can connect with us, um, of course, on our uh, YouTube channel, uh, Profitability MD. So there's different ways to get in touch with us. Once uh, we're, we're more personal, we're not like so corporate where you, you, you're just going to, we'd like, we want to talk to you. We want to find out if you're a fit because the reality is when you build a mastermind, Matt and I have been um, in a mastermind together um, going back to the days when we were in strategic coach, uh, Dan yeah. Sullivan's com company together. We built a friendship and it's, our friendship is based around growing wealth through, uh, through your business. And we want to make sure we, that we're going to like each other. You don't want to have somebody in your group that is, is not positive, not focused on their growth, not focused on where they want to go with their business. Not in, you want somebody who's going to be a contributor, not somebody who's going to be a taker. So that's what I always say. You can be a contributor or a complainer, but you can't be both. That's right. We're looking for contributors. That's All right, man, where can we find uh, Dave Mulvaney? Uh, you can find me at davidmulvaney.com. Connect with me on social media, uh, David Mulvaney on most uh, social media. Um, my middle initial is T, some things, uh, you know, like Instagram, David T. Mulvaney, but uh, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, you can find us at profitabilitymd.com as well. Perfect. Uh, oh, Matt Hudgens over on LinkedIn. I got 10xprofitblueprint.com, 10xprofitblueprint.com. We got our podcast here, which is thrown anywhere where you get your podcast. We got our Profitability MD YouTube channel. We got our Profitability MD podcast channel. Um, so reach out to us. Let's get going on this and let's figure out how we're going to thrive during these uncertain times and what are we going to do when we move out of here? That's it. Passes. All right, All right man. Be good. Care. All right. Bye now.